Greetings my dear friends it is such a joy for us to gather one more time at the feet of Jesus with each and every one of you whichever part of the world you're tuning in wherever you are assembled to pray together to worship together to receive this word together may the lord bless you may the lord cause his face to shine upon you may the lord cause his heart to be revealed to you today you're not here by a mistake you're not here because somebody forced you or convinced you or pushed you to be here you're here because the holy spirit wanted you to pray and grow in your relationship with god today the holy spirit wanted you to receive that prophetic declaration over your life the holy spirit wanted to break off that ceiling that you have put upon yourself because of your ignorance because of your parents mistakes or because of your situation and the circumstances that has forced you to make certain choices today the holy spirit is doing a new work in each and every one of us i'm so thankful to the lord for this hour of power you know this hour of prayer this hour of pursuing god along with all of you this is a special season for us to restore our prayer lives it is a special season for us to seek the father seek jesus to go after the presence of god like never before and when we do seek him the bible says we will find him we will experience him we will have tangible revelations and tangible manifestations of his glory in our lives and the last two weeks has been such a powerful demonstration of that fact i don't know how many of you are grateful to the lord for the zoom services so that we can be actually virtually in emmanuel church each weekend and now even on a wednesday night i am just so grateful to the lord i am so grateful to uh, my father to the entire media team at the church there that are working hard to make sure that every time there is a move of god in the church in the service there it can come to my house it can now be translated into my church it can be translated now into my city and my nation as well and i'm thankful to the lord for the provisions that have been made uh, by sacrificial givers those that have been giving and intentionally keeping aside money so that this message can go to the ends of the earth now when we give sacrificially it is not just uh, so that the ministry can grow but our sacrificial giving is in fact an expression of our worship to god it's an expression of our love for the lord when jesus looked at mary he said you know what mary your sacrificial giving your breaking the alabaster jar your uh, willingness to give up one year worth of savings this will be spoken of wherever the gospel is preached this is so important this is so powerful that this will now become part and parcel of the gospel message that is how powerful our giving is that is how powerful our sacrificial worship is and today i just want to thank god for this time that we have let us continue to study the word one more time and because we've already spent time in prayer 
and in seeking the Lord and God has been speaking to us in so much detail. I'm not going to take a lot of your time and I hope that you can journey with me for the next 30 to 40 minutes and study the scripture along with me. Let's explore what the Lord is speaking and revealing and teaching us today. The book of Revelation chapter 22 and verse 17. We have come to the conclusion of the book of Revelation and Apostle John is signing off the book and he says in verse 17, The Spirit and the Bride say, Come. Let anyone who hears this say, Come. Let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. This scripture is really loaded. I don't know if I can do justice to study this in detail tonight, but let's try and explore every word that we find in this scripture. The first statement, it says that the spirit and the bride say, come. You know, if you read the book of Revelation, you would find the word come so many number of times because we understand that the book of Revelation is about the coming of Jesus, the coming of the Messiah, the coming of the anointed one, the, the second coming of the Lord Jesus. And without a shadow of doubt, Jesus is coming back without a shadow of doubt. He is going to reveal himself to us without a shadow of doubt. We are going to experience his coming in the days to come. There is absolutely nothing that can change that fact. See the governments and the systems of the world, they're going to do their best to create an environment where we don't need a Messiah, where we don't need Jesus, where we don't need God. We will try to act like we are self-sufficient. You know how the people that were building the Tower of Babel, they tried to make an infrastructure. This was like a one world government system that they tried to build. And they tried to build an infrastructure by which they would not have to depend on God anymore. They wouldn't have to be scared of another flood. They wouldn't have to be worried about another judgment. That is how they prepared themselves. And I'm sure that in these days and times, the world around us is trying and preparing and working hard to live without God. They'll try to bring all kinds of policies and governmental systems and educational systems and cultural orientations, which is going to cause us to feel content without God's presence and his involvement in our day-to-day -day lives. But guess what? We cannot do life on this earth without Jesus. We need him to return back. And that is why the cry of the church always and always has to be, come, come Lord Jesus, come, come to us, come one more time, come and visit us. Now we're not just talking about the second coming of Jesus. We are also talking about the moves of God, the revival moves of God, where we invite Jesus to come. The Bible says that Jesus is in fact standing at the door and he's knocking. And anybody that would open up for him, he will come and he will dine with them. He will come and have a meal with them. And today, 
as a church if we can pray the prayer that the holy spirit is praying over the church if you read the first couple of chapters from the book of revelation you would see this one statement that is repeated over and over again he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit is saying to the churches why is it that we need to hear what the spirit is saying to the churches why is it that we need to understand what the holy spirit is speaking it is so that we can now echo what the holy spirit is speaking see when we start the book of revelation there is this invitation where the holy spirit is telling the church if you have an ear why don't you listen to what i am speaking why don't you hear what i am wanting to instruct you why don't you give me your heart why don't you let me reveal myself to you reveal my heart for you reveal my love for you reveal the things to come to you so you can prepare accordingly but by the end of the book of revelation you see how the spirit and the bride the holy spirit and the church are now in synchronization now the prayer of the church is also the prayer of the holy spirit now whatever the holy spirit is speaking is what the church is speaking see this has to be the goal of our relationship with god it has to be the goal of our walk with god it has to be the goal of our prayers it has to be the goal of our studying god's word it has to be the goal of our spending time in church week after week that we will reach that level of alignment with the spirit of god that now we are not just listening to him but now we begin to echo him now we begin to be in step with the spirit we are so full of the holy spirit we are so led by the holy spirit we are so in alignment with the heart of god with the mind of god with the flowing of that oil from the head to the toe when that oil flows from Aaron's head all the way down if we can be in alignment to all those divine principles and protocols that are laid out in the church that we will have the same prayers we will have the same heartbeat we will have the same desires we will have the same ambitions that the holy spirit has for the church if we can find alignment in our prayers if we can find unity in the words that come out of our mouth when we are in the presence of god if we can find a kind of synchronization in the entire church see the bible says when two or three when you agree on one thing when you agree and then ask for it it will be done for you the issue with so many of us is that there is no spiritual unity there may be unity in terms of which football team we support or which church we like to go to or what kind of music we like to listen to but do we have spiritual unity are we united in the spirit are we praying the same prayer are we driven by the same desire is our heartbeat the same as the rest of the body are we praying a prayer that the holy spirit is speaking and praying over the church that is the true test of maturity that the church reaches a place where 
we are not just listening to the holy spirit but now we are talking like the holy spirit now we are praying like the holy spirit now we are declaring things like the holy spirit it is the holy spirit who teaches the bride to desire for jesus to desire for his coming whether it be a literal physical second coming or whether it is a coming in terms of a revival what is revival revival is when the presence of jesus begins to manifest in our day to day life in our day to day activities in our day to day relationships in our cities our nations in such an undeniable way that we cannot explain it as anything except a move of god that is what revival really is when jesus comes in his power in his glory in his grace and we have no other explanation left and it is the holy spirit that teaches the church to pray this prayer it is the holy spirit that helps us to invite jesus in for a revival so if for whatever reason you've become content and you don't want to move forward you don't have a desire for a move of god in your city or your nation then it is definitely because we are not yielded to the voice of the holy spirit to the prayers of the holy spirit to the desire of the holy spirit because the mark of a church that is led by the holy spirit is that we will constantly pray come come lord jesus come come and make yourself known reveal yourself to us show off your glory show off your power show off your grace not just when you come at the end of the age but even today even now right now come over and just fill my church fill my city and fill my nation see the church and the holy spirit needs to be in sync for us to receive and walk and sustain a revival sometimes the church tries to go uh, in a completely different direction we are not sensitive to where the holy spirit is leading us and that is when we are unable to bring down the presence of jesus you've been part of this ministry for a long time you've been listening to the teachings week after week you've tasted the goodness of god every week for the last couple of years some of us for the last couple of decades you've been tasting the goodness of god upon this stream now if i may ask you what do you think was the key the secret behind the sustenance of god's presence on this ministry we may all have our opinions on this but let me tell you the key it is the fact that we have a man of god we have a woman of god our prophets who've been accurately hearing from the heart of god who've been hearing what the holy spirit is saying to the churches and has been constantly echoing that voice week after week you know month after month year after year they've been echoing that voice over our lives and that is why we are able to sustain the presence of god if we remain disconnected to the voice of the holy spirit we cannot sustain we cannot host we cannot carry the presence of god the bible says that the spirit and the bride they 
pray, they say, they declare this in unison. Come. Revelation chapter 22 verse 17. Let me read it one more time. The spirit and the bride say, come. It goes on to say, let anyone who hears this say, come. So we see that the church needs to be in sync with the Holy Spirit and continually invite the presence of Jesus to come into our world. And parallelly, the Bible says that those who are in touch with what the church is speaking, what the church is praying, what the church is declaring, now they also need to say, come. Now this is a different type of invitation. This invitation is not to God. This invitation is not to Jesus. It is not directed heavenward, rather to people around us, to the dying, to the thirsty, to the broken, to the hurting people that we see around us. Let me read the next line. It says, let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires, let them come and drink freely from the water of life. Now hear me out clearly. Any church that is in sync with the Holy Spirit, that is in sync with the heart of God, with the mind of God, will also have a heart for the people around them. We cannot be so in love with Jesus that we forget to love the people that Jesus loves. The Bible says that he is a shepherd who would leave the 99 and go after the one. If that is how our master cares for the lost, for the hungry, for the broken, for those that are thirsty out in the world, how much more should you and I have the same heart, the same attitude, the same desire? When was the last time that you invited somebody to church? When was the last time that you shared a video stream with someone else? When was the last time that you invited somebody to just come and see, come and taste, come and receive, come and let the Lord give you something new today? When was the last time that you said come to somebody who is outside the church? The Bible says that those who hear this, you know, the church is full of teachings that Jesus is coming back soon. The book of Revelation was a warning to the church, was a preparation manual for the church as they got ready, as they prepared themselves for the coming of Jesus. Now, Apostle John is telling them, Hey, now that you've heard this, now you need to say, come. Now you need to also invite people around you to come and enjoy what you are freely taking part in. Now you need to open up your homes, you need to open up your resources, you need to open up your wallets, you need to open up your uh, friendships, your influences, everything possible to reach the lost, to make sure that the gospel is preached to the ends of the earth. A church that loves Jesus but does not serve the world around us doesn't truly understand the heart of Jesus. Because the heart of Jesus is not just for the 99 who are behaving well and who are doing well and who are praying well and who are, uh, you know, doing church pretty well. The heart of Jesus is also for that one lost sheep out there. 
for that one broken sister for that one orphaned child for that one person who is lying by the roadside and the levites and the priests they may ignore but the samaritan the good samaritan would stop by for that one person so that that one person can experience healing that one person can experience restoration my dear family can that be said about us can jesus find us as those that love our neighbors so much so that we will invite them in that we will constantly reflect the heart of jesus and we will tell them come 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 into this house come and receive from this stream come and receive from this church how long have you been part of your church how long have you been receiving from this stream and people around you don't know anything about your church anything about your jesus anything about the stream that you're drinking from regularly the stream where you get inspirations the stream where you get prophetic directions the stream where you get your life renewed your healing your blessing your protection why is it that the people around you don't know about it why is it that you're enjoying this all by yourself see the test of a church a mature church a loving church is not just in how long we can pray it is also in how much we are willing to invite others into that same experience of loving that jesus of serving that jesus of being part of this family of being part of this stream the spirit and the bride say come let anyone who hears this say come let anyone who hears this word this prophecy this teaching this revelation let them also say come to whom to people that are thirsty let's read the next line it says let anyone who is thirsty come let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life so this invitation is for people that are thirsty now there are going to be people around you that are not thirsty that are not hungry that are not looking for help that are arrogant and are proud and are completely disconnected from the plan and the purposes of god you can still preach the gospel to them but it will never be an invitation to them Paul said it like this in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 16 To those who are perishing we are a dreadful smell of death and doom but to those who are being saved we are a life giving perfume So not everybody is going to respond to your invitation in the same manner and that's all right Some people are going to consider you as a stench some people they are going to stay away from you some people they're going to disconnect from you some people they wouldn't like you to invite them in that's perfectly okay because the bible says they are the ones that belong to the perishing kinds and to those that are perishing we will only be the dreadful smell of death and doom but there are few that are hungry that are thirsty now on the outside it may look like they don't need you they don't want god they don't want anything to do with christians and yet on the inside 
if they have that longing if they have that hunger if they have that thirst if they have that desire for something more the bible says that they will find life they are the ones who will come when you invite them they are the ones who will respond and they will come to drink freely from the water of life so every day when you go to work every day when you go out for your walks every day when you interact with your neighbors when you interact with people on social media keep asking the lord to reveal to you who are the hungry ones who are the thirsty ones who are the ones that desires a drink give me discernment to find them lord give me the grace to locate those that are hungry and that are thirsty and when i do look at them when i do find them help me to give them an invitation to come to receive to see to taste to experience to encounter everything that i have experienced we read the story of the samaritan woman as soon as she experienced jesus she had an encounter with jesus she went and told the entire village the entire city of samaria she said come and see the man who told me everything that i have ever done now the things that she has ever done was not really praiseworthy and yet at this point in this moment she was now receiving from a grace that she couldn't keep quiet about that she couldn't be still about it she had to tell others about it you know if you've been part of the zoom service last sunday what the lord did what the lord deposited the way that god gave us instruction and direction those who are wise those who are diligent will even understand that the lord was not just giving us the food for this year but in the spirit he had already started preparing us for the next year because that's where our father is that's where he is in the spirit realm and so everything that we are receiving now is not just something that we will use in this season in this time but things that we will uncover and discover and continue to work on for the years to come and can we experience a grace like this and keep quiet about it can we experience life and not share this with someone else no my friend it cannot be the end time church is going to be the church that will be the biggest soul winners the greatest evangelists the ones that are going to be witnesses of jesus unto the ends of the earth not only in jerusalem judea samaria but to the ends of the earth we will lay our lives down so that the whole world can hear the gospel it is only when they hear the gospel it is only when they hear the good news that the end will truly come until and unless every person every tribe every language group every people group every nationality has been reached with the gospel of jesus he is not going to return he is a good father he is a loving king he is waiting for one more person to return back to the sheepfold for one more child one more son one more daughter to come back home my prayer and my hope my desire my drive in this season is that as a church as a family we will make that possible 
we will be empowered by the holy spirit and we will be filled by the holy spirit we will be so driven by the holy spirit to not just pray prayers directed at heaven that say come but also prayers and declarations and preachings and prophetic utterances and witnesses that are directed at the people around us that say come that invite the thirsty to come that invite the ones that want to drink to come and to receive freely from the water of life let me take you to the old testament the book of isaiah chapter 55 and we're going to try and read as many verses as possible from this particular chapter isaiah chapter 55 and verse 1 is anyone thirsty come and drink even if you have no money come and take your choice of wine or milk it's all free why spend your money on food that does not give you strength why pay for food that does not give you any good listen to me and you will eat what is good you will enjoy the finest food god is extending an invitation to the people to his people to his bride to his nation and this was a people group that had walked away from god that had rebelled that had disconnected that had found other ways to provide for themselves protect themselves and take care of their needs and essentials and now god is telling them hey are you thirsty still are you hungry still are you desperate still come to me let me give you wine let me give you milk and it's not going to cost you anything this is freely available because i paid the price for this one of the regular questions that i keep getting from people is how do i share the gospel with somebody how do i talk about jesus with somebody who has never heard anything about jesus what do i tell them here's a strategy for you the bible says look for the thirsty ones look for the ones that are hungry look for the ones that are desperate and let the lord minister to that thirst in their life that's what jesus did with the woman at the well in samaria jesus told her i can give you a water i can give you resources i can give you help that will not exhaust itself that will not fade away that will continue to take care of you even when you do not have water even when you do not have physical strength and resources and here isaiah says why spend your money on food that does not give you strength why pay for food that does you no good listen to me and you will eat what is good you will enjoy the finest of food do you remember the spirit and the bride say come let anyone who hears this say come let anyone who is thirsty come let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life and now isaiah says that when you listen that will be the good food that you eat if you've been eating good food on this stream shout a loud amen if you've been eating good food week after week say a loud hallelujah verse 3 it says come to me with your ears wide open listen and you will find life 
I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love that I promised to David. Now, this is not just something that we are receiving from the Lord. It's also something that we are now going to become carriers of, ambassadors of, just like Isaiah brought this prophetic word from God's heart to the people of Israel. Now, you and I, we get to scream this out from the streets from the colleges from the workplaces wherever we are we get to tell it to the people around us come to jesus with your ears wide open listen and you will find life and he will make an everlasting covenant with you he will give you all the unfailing love that he promised to David to Israel to Christians to the children of God every promise that has been made to them he will now give it to you verse 4 see how i used him to display my power among the peoples i made him a leader among the nations you also will command nations that you do not know and peoples unknown to you will come running to obey because i the lord your god the holy one of israel have made you glorious i know that in this next couple of months uh, there are many people that are preparing to get baptized there are many people that are preparing to give their lives to the lord that are preparing to make a life transforming decision here is a promise that god is making for you here is a promise that you can give to your family members that you can show off that you can bring as a celebration to your friends and to those that want to receive Jesus along with you he says that i am going to use you to display my power among your friends i am going to make you a leader among the nations and you will command nations you will lead nations that you don't even know and people that are unknown to you they will come running to submit to you to invest into you to uh, borrow from you to to help you to equip you to be friends with you people that completely are unaware of who you are they're going to come running to you because the lord says i am the lord your god the holy one of israel and i have made you glorious who are we talking about not christians we're not talking about believers we are not talking about those that come to church week after week we are talking about those that are going to respond to god with a hungry heart that are thirsty for god that are going to come and drink and eat and and receive from the lord when he speaks they will listen to him when he speaks they will receive from his heart from his mind and the bible talks about that group of people and it says that god has made them glorious god has made you glorious that's what the lord says verse 6 seek the lord while you can find him call on him now while he is near let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong let them turn to the lord that he may have mercy on them yes turn to our god for he will forgive generously the bible is very clear god's heart towards people is very clear he says seek the lord while you can find him 
call on him while he is still near while he is still close this is the time this is the season for us to seek him and to go after him and to call on him and to pray and to receive from him it says that the wicked now need to change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong so when we come to god with a hungry heart when we come to god to to seek from him it automatically requires for us to change our ways now if we are constantly seeking the lord and we are not seeing any results we are not seeing any changes then our seeking may not necessarily be in the right posture because if we are seeking god and there is no change of habits no change of attitudes no change of behaviors then we are seeking the wrong way with the same breath that isaiah tells us to seek god isaiah also tells us to change our wicked ways friends when you're talking to somebody new somebody that doesn't have a relationship with jesus your first invitation is for them to come and drink and taste and experience this god and while they are being blessed and while they are being empowered while they are being made leaders of nations and they are being exalted and promoted now you need to invite them to seek the lord not just drink from the blessings not just not just their essential thirst being met now they need to experience what it feels like to seek the lord but when they reach this level it is necessary that they now begin to let go of their lifestyles when they come at the start we don't expect them to be clean and holy and pure and only then they'll get to drink from the water no it is open the invitation is open to anybody that is thirsty anybody that is desiring to drink anybody that is desperate to be part of this river of life everybody can come and drink but if you need to grow in that relationship with god if you need to seek him if you need to call on him if you need to grow in an intimate experience of who god is then you may have to change your ways then you may not be able to continue in your wickedness you may not be able to continue to stay in your old lifestyles and habits verse 8 now god says my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts and my ways are far beyond anything that you can imagine for just as the heavens are higher than the earth so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts you know this is a scripture that we know very well and we think this applies to everybody <laughs> we think that this applies to every christian everybody that uh you know is reading the bible we we just straight off go to isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 and 9 and we uh, tend to claim these two scriptures as personal promises for us but truth be told these promises are for those that are willing to come and drink and those that are willing to let go of their wickedness and seek the lord with a pure heart that are willing to go that extra mile the lord says for those my ways are greater my thoughts my plans for you are greater let me also add an extra emphasis on this here 
the invitation in revelation chapter 22 verse 17 is not only for unbelievers it is not only for those that don't have a relationship with god it is for everybody who is thirsty do you know that you can be a child of god you can be a christian and still be thirsty for more and still be desiring to experience god in a more intimate fashion so isaiah 55 definitely applies to you as well that you can be a believer and you can be a child of god you can be a saved person for a long time but in this season if you are thirsty if you are desperate if you are hungry if your heart is moved if your heart is so challenged and provoked to follow god to pursue god then the lord is saying that my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts i am going to establish my ways above your ways just as high as the heavens are over the earth so are my ways that are higher than your ways and my thoughts that are higher than your thoughts verse 10 it says the rain and the snow they come down from the heaven and they stay on the ground to water the earth they cause the grain to grow producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry and it is the same with my word says the lord i send it out and it always produces fruit it will accomplish all that i want it to and it will prosper wherever i send it you know we have to come to believe that the word of god is powerful see every week when our man of god he stands up and he prophesies over our lives he releases declarations he releases uh, oracles from the mind and the heart of god over us we cannot take it for granted that it is just another sermon or another word that that is the very word of god when we read our bible and the lord is speaking to us that is the very voice of god when we spend time in fellowship and somebody brings you a word of encouragement from the lord treat it as you would treat the voice of god because the bible says that the word of god it it will always produce fruit once it is sent out it is not going to come back void it is not going to come back empty instead it will produce fruit it will produce joy it will produce peace let's read verse 12 and 13 before we finish you will live in joy and peace the mountains and hills will burst into a song and the trees of the field will clap their hands where once there were thorns cypress trees will grow where nettles grew myrtles will sprout up these events will bring great honor to the lord's name and they will be an everlasting sign of his power and love the lord is speaking to some of us today some of us that are thirsty some of us that are hungry some of us that are here to receive from the lord that are here to receive from this water of life the lord is saying when this water comes when you drink of this wine when you drink of this living water not only are you going to be promoted not only are you going to be strengthened not only are you going to be uh, given 
promises and covenants that is going to last a entire generation but now you are going to be a recipient of the word of god of the voice of god of the high thoughts and ways and plans and purposes of god and because his purposes are great you are going to be fruitful you are going to be prosperous you are going to be filled with joy and peace that every person that comes to see you 10 years from now they will see the abundance they will see the greatness they will see the glory of god because the lord says i have made you glorious yes he says that he has made you glorious he has made you powerful he has made you influential i don't know if you're receiving this word but i i know for a fact that i am under a special grace i am under a special anointing i am under a special prophet i am under a special stream and in this stream i don't have any other option but to be blessed but to be provided for but to be cared for but to be blessed i know that that is your experience also can we go back to revelation chapter 22 and verse 17 and let's read it out together one more time the spirit and the bride say come let anyone who hears this say come let anyone who is thirsty come and let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life let's pray daddy we surrender ourselves to be the bride to be the church to be your body that is going to be constantly be in sync with the holy spirit that is going to be praying the prayers that the holy spirit is praying that is going to declare things that the holy spirit is declaring that is going to desire for those things that the spirit is desiring and in this season our prayer our desire is that you would come you would manifest yourself you would reveal yourself you would cause an overflow of grace and overflow of your love and overflow of your power in our homes in our churches in our cities and nations and lord we also pray right now that you will fill us with that ability with that courage and that boldness to speak to others and tell them to come as well so that they can take part of this river of life of the water of life of the freely available food and drinks at your table lord use us use us to invite the others even as we partake of this week after week even as we are blessed from this stream regularly we pray that you would give us the grace to bring more people in here lord we specially pray for all those that are going to be baptized not just in emmanuel but in all of our churches around the world in this next couple of months we thank you for the baptisms that are coming and we thank you for the people that are going to give their lives their entire devotion their commitment to serving and living for you we pray that you would prepare to make them glorious and along with the rest of us that have been walking in this glory i pray that this new children of god this new believers they will experience this 
tangible glory of God, this tangible touch of God, this tangible revelation of God's word that is higher, that is more powerful, that is more beautiful, that is more greater than our ways, than our plans, than our thoughts. We know that when you speak a word, that doesn't go void. That will produce the result, that will produce the fruit till the very end. And we thank you for what you have spoken tonight. We thank you for what you've been speaking to us in this year of being rooted. Lord, we humble ourselves under your mighty hand, under your word. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said aloud, Amen, Amen, Amen. I thank God for all of you that are tuned in today. Um, those that are watching us on Zoom, those that are tuning in on YouTube or those that watch us later and even those that are physically in church at Emmanuel. We thank God for each and every one of you. Continue to remain rooted in this season. The more that we are rooted, the stronger, the greater and the more deeper we will grow. Let us look forward to Sunday morning. It is going to be an exciting day. Make sure to invite at least a few people to tune in along with you. It is going to be a day of rejoicing. It is going to be a day when explosive breakthroughs will happen. Let's look forward to that. Let's be in prayer until then. I will see you on Sunday morning.